Hey Toppers, I just wanted to give you a quick breakdown of the fine folks helping me bring this show to you. First of all, there's Audible, who offers over 180,000 audiobook titles that you can download to any MP3 compatible phone or device. Using my code, Turn of Phrases, gets you a free book and a 30-day long free trial. Amazon itself also sponsors me, and you can buy things through my link or get sweet offers for free stuff. Both options help me out. You can also buy my novel and children's book while you're over on Amazon. I'm just saying. Last but certainly not least is Boss Boxes. You can get awesome gaming stuff sent to you monthly, and my code, Turn of Phrases, saves you 10% at checkout. All of this, including more detailed information, can be found on my website, turnofphrases.com, on the Support the Podcast page. Please check it out to see what cool stuff you can get and help out the podcast at the same time. There's also a link to my swag and gear store on the site. Just click on the store tab and it'll take you right to it. Okay, that's enough of that for one day. Thanks again for listening, toppers. Please listen carefully. Good day to you, Toppers, and welcome to episode 14, and thank you for choosing to give me a bit of your time. Today we're talking about milk phrases. We'll start with the classic, don't cry over spilt milk, then look into milking things for all they're worth. After that, I'll break down what the milk of human kindness is, and then we'll wrap up with the metaphor milk and honey. This episode is going to be a bit shorter than most, but then again, last week's was longer, so I guess I don't have a set amount of time I'm trying to fill. I guess I'm just turning phrases and seeing what happens. Okay, without further ado, let's drink up these phrases' origins, history, and more. The meaning of the saying, don't cry over spilt milk, is to not be upset over something that happened in the past. This idiom is thought to have come from when folks were big into believing in fairies. Back then, it was a common practice for fairy fans to make shrines for the little winged creatures. Typically, in these shrines, people would leave small amounts of food and drink, usually milk, which was thought to be the fairy's favorite. Therefore, spilt milk was seen as an extra offering to the fairies, and so it was nothing to be upset about. In 1659, James Howell, an Anglo-Welsh writer and historian, listed, quote, no weeping for shed milk, end quote, in his work Paramagraphy, which was a collection of proverbs. So by that time, it was already known as a saying, so it's definitely got some age to it. In 1852, writer Hannah Maria Jones published a book titled The Shade and Sunshine of a Woman's Life, and it has the following quote, but it's no use fretting over shed milk, end quote. This indicated that it hadn't faded from popular use a couple hundred years after it first showed up in print. So don't worry if you do spill some milk, toppers. You're just refreshing the fairies. With that, let's move on to our next idiom of the day. The idiom milking it basically means you use or exploit something to its capacity. The longer versions of this phrase are to milk someone for all it's worth or to milk something for all it's worth. This idiom was originally connected to the idea of getting as much as possible, such as money, by using up a resource as much as you can. 
In modern usage, people often imply that someone is milking something, like an illness or injury, to get sympathy or help, perhaps more than they truly need. The original monetary version is believed to have come from 16th century England, but no one knows exactly when it showed up in print. However, as long as people have been milking animals, trying to get all they could out of them, they've probably also been saying this idiom. Now let's look at to be full of the milk of human kindness. This idiom sounds like a compliment, but it didn't start that way. To be full of the milk of human kindness means you generously display kindness or sympathy to others. This one is easy to narrow down both in origin and in first print usage because they are one and the same. This is a phrase we can thank Shakespeare for, as he wrote it in his play Macbeth. The exact wording was, quote, Yet though I fear thy nature, it is too full o' oh, the milk of human kindness. End quote. It was said by Lady Macbeth herself about her husband, and it was meant as a complaint about his inability to kill King Duncan. Lady Macbeth had no problems with a bit of murder, so she thought Macbeth was a lame dude for being too full of the milk of human kindness. Even though it started out as an insult, the meaning of being a super nice person stuck and it is a compliment used to this day. Alrighty then, let's move on to today's metaphorical moment. It's just a metaphor, dude. It's a metaphor. Curious metaphor. A metaphor. That's just a metaphor. The metaphor milk and honey is used to describe having plenty of something, often more than is actually needed. This phrase is also easy to pinpoint origin and print-wise because it is also a phrase where they are one and the same. This one comes from the Old Testament and is mentioned in many verses. In all of them, it is a direct reference to the Promised Land. Here are a few of them as examples. Exodus chapter 3 verse 17 says, So I said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanite and Hittite and the Amorite and the Prezerite and the Hivite and the Jezubite to a land flowing with milk and honey. Next we have Leviticus chapter 20 verse 24 where it says, Hence I have said to you, You are to possess their land, and I myself will give it to you to possess it, a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God, who has separated you from the peoples. Next we have one from Numbers, chapter 13, verse 27. Thus they told him, and said, We went into the land where you sent us, and it certainly does flow with milk and honey, and this is its fruit. And then one last one, this time in Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 9, it says, And he has brought us to this place and has given us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So even with just this handful of verses, it's obvious the milk and honey from the promised land was a big deal. But when did it become a metaphor for all things good? Well, milk and honey generally requires money to obtain, or at the very least, you need animals to milk and bees to make the honey for you. But if a land is fertile enough, there are plenty of bees making plenty of honey all on their own, and it can appear to flow out of the hives. So if there is a lot of honey in an area, it is likely that the soil is fertile and flora is thriving. That's good news for people who need to grow food and feed livestock. If you have plenty to feed your livestock, especially the ones who produce milk, then you get more milk. It's a cycle of goodness and prosperity. And this is why the phrase, flowing with milk and honey, became a metaphor for good things. And that's all I have for this. So, now it's time for today's familiar quotation. Okay, toppers, I've got the book here. 
Huh, would you look at that? William Shakespeare. It's like he knew I was talking about him. I'm on to you, bard. Okay, I'm putting my finger down now. It's from King Richard II, and it says, quote, The setting sun and music at the close, as the last taste of sweets is sweetest last, writ in remembrance more than things long past. End quote. Thank you, Shakespeare, for today's familiar quotation. Okay then, toppers, that's going to do it for episode 14. Thank you for joining me once again to turn some phrases. I hope you had fun and learned something along the way. Head on over to at Turn of Phrases on Twitter to connect to me and fellow language lovers. You can also send me topic suggestions through the website or via email, which is brisky at turnofphrases.com. My show notes has all my other social media contact information and sponsor information. If you enjoyed the show, please consider subscribing or leaving a review. A five-star rating and a quick review are really the best way you can help me and the podcast out. Also, if you know someone who'd enjoy the show, please tell them about it to help spread the word. Thank you again for listening to the Turn of Phrases podcast. Researched, written, produced, and hosted by me, Brisky. Until next time, toppers. Work on those milk mustaches.